Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe and Star Wars vs. the Force of Evil, among others. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hello. Today, Delaney, Michelle, and I will be uh, discussing week two of the February of Star, Star vs. the Force of Evil. Um, we will be discussing episodes Math Magic, The Bounce Lounge, Crystal Clear, and The Hard Way that aired uh, this week from February 13th to 16th. Um, spoilers for all of those episodes. We've been doing, um, st- we're taking you through the February of Star, big uh, second half of season two, uh, airing every Monday to Thursday in the mornings. And um, you can find all of our podcasts at overlyanimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Um, we, uh, yeah, we, we podcast Star regularly, so check that out. And, uh, very excited to get into this week's of episode, this week's episodes. We covered week one last, uh, last time we loved week one. So, uh, let's, let's get into week two here. Um, and, uh, again, spoilers for all these episodes. Big, uh, big reveal at the end of the hard way. So make sure you've seen that. Yes. 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 And, uh, let's, uh, what's your overall thoughts on this week's of episodes and, uh, what's some of your favorite stuff from this week, Delaney? Um, I forgot to do my ranking thing like I normally do, but uh, I, it's kind of hard to do this week because some of them are kind of like yeah we don't need equal. a we don't need a rank we can save that yeah. for the very end. Yeah. But overall, uh, on your thoughts on this week, um, I think it was a little bit weaker than last week's overall. I mean, it was still really good. Like I loved all the episodes and they were really fun for different reasons. And I thought all of them were interesting. You know, some of them you think were really odd, like math, like math magic, but I thought that was really visually interesting. And we'll talk about that more. Also, it has one of my favorite things ever in it, space time, which is like great stuff. <laughs> and whatever his name is, Omnitraxis is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, parallel universes and like, you no, know, we're getting in some really interesting, like mythology universe reveals in this this week. It's pretty neat. And uh, the Bounce Lounge was like, <laughs> Ponyhead's <laughs> always a treat. And uh, I don't know, I just really liked all of them. Uh, weirdly enough, I really liked Ludo this week, which is not Yes! Normal. I love Ludo. I'm so like, glad he has like daddy him. issues. So that's Oh, fine. yeah! <laughs> a lot <laughs> of so them, all funny. of them, in fact. And I just really liked this week. Like, it was really good. Also, also, like, huge reveal. Freaked out. Dylan called it. So just bow to Dylan for a little bit. And I just really liked it. It was good stuff. Toffee, yes. I mean, everyone called Toffee, but yeah. Uh, Michelle, what are your thoughts overall on the week? Um, I actually did also really enjoy it. I did feel that it was, like, compared to last week, I guess, like, my excitement was, like, slightly diminished. But, like, all the episodes were really solid. Like, I think maybe my least favorite out of all of them was Math Magic. And I still really liked Math Magic. So, if that says anything, I think this was still, like, a really good week overall. Um... I really, really liked um, The Hard Way a lot. I think it might be one of my new top episodes. So, mm. I don't know. I might have to push something else out now. Yeah. I just, it was so good. Yeah. And, like, it's not that, like, I I love Ludo as a character, but, like, I do think he's been really fun this season. And this was, like, hands down one of my favorite episodes with him. Because I just, like, I thought all those jokes with the daddy issues landed so well. And it was just great seeing his dynamic with Glosseric. Like, I, I had a lot of ideas of how that might play out. And I think this is, like, the best case scenario of how it's going down. So, yeah. And very good cliffhanger, too. I'm, like, super pumped for what's, what's happening the last yeah. chunk of the season. Yeah. 
Very interesting. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of love for the hard way, so we'll we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, yeah, I think clearly this is a step down from last week. Last week was just so incredible. That's uns- that's like an unsustainable pace. Uh, I think there were three top ten episodes of this show last week. So um, obviously this isn't going to be as good. I still think this was a very strong week of episodes. I don't think there's any like standout episode to me. Um, like I, I I'm seeing a lot of love for the hard way. I didn't think it was even the best this week. I'm very, very much like Math Magic. I think that was my favorite. Really? Oh, yeah, it's really neat. Yeah. Like, okay. I really it's, like Math Magic. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Delaney and I are Ludo haters, though, so I think we yeah, expected that. that. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, I think Crystal Clear was like my second fave, but like you guys both really liked Math Magic. Romulus That's really interesting. That. Crystal Clear is okay. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. So most importantly, so I'm, I'm, my big thing is like I'm tracking like uh, Star as a potential top tier uh, animated animation show right right that's my big thing right now like this is a crucial time for this show so the two things i'm looking for are like standout episodes which we got three of last week and consistency and this week was the consistency week like i don't think any of these episodes were bad which is a big which is a big thing for the show the show is very inconsistent but we haven't had a bad episode since pre uh the like mid-season finale so um still all signs good i think that a lot of people are like iffy on the bounce lounge i think that's a perfectly fine episode so um there's in fact i would say all four are good so i'm 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 encouraged. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm encouraged good. yeah i'm encouraged here although there wasn't really anything stand out for me although i really liked math magic on rewatch that stood out to me uh the second time um so let's go through all this let's start with the hard way because it has our biggest uh plot advancements um and we need to start with the return of our lord and savior toffee, as <laughs> toffee. As, yeah i'm very excited to see toffee back toffee i think is my third favorite character on the show and um he is i we, yeah. we've been, we've been yeah. hyping the toffee return and uh here he is as as expected um uh, was the one ludo was talking to in the wand and is possessing ludo now after mm-hmm. he's i think yeah that might be a thing maybe after- he just yeah. possessed him the rest of the season. Right. I'm not clear on whether this is temporary or permanent. Yeah. Is, Ludo, is Ludo just tainted by the uh, Dark Eclipse of Magic now and is will always uh, have Toffee in him? I mean, I, he seems like someone who'd be pretty susceptible. If, like, Marco was, I feel like Ludo would definitely be susceptible. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I actually, I feel like this will be temporary. I can see them going this kind of route with Ludo because, like, Ludo clearly just wants, like, attention. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I feel like we could go this... Like, Ludo is possessed for a time, but somehow, like, not that I think Ludo's strong of will or anything, but something could happen. Also, I feel like we're going to have a separation, like, Toffee coming actually back in some form. Oh. And then we have, like, Ludo kind of, like, probably a crisis of, like, character. And we'll see. Like, not that I think that'd be super interesting, but I feel like that's probably where we're going. Even though I definitely think probably the most interesting thing they can do with Ludo is, like, Ludo (laughs) never comes back and it's just Toffee and Ludo. But that's... That's really not. That's not really fair to his character, though. So we'll see. Yeah, I think. I think probably yeah. from a. St- I, it could go both ways. So I think probably from a storytelling perspective, that's just going to be temporary. Um, just so we can. Just, like I don't know if Tavi is going to be suddenly be the main antagonistic force instead of Ludo. The only thing that would make me say that he should he'll just stay as him is we don't have that much time left this season. And that's right, what I was thinking. Yeah, it's right. only a few episodes. So right, like, for so, the rest of the season, like maybe. so if we just don't have another Ludo check in until the finale, then it could just be. Uh, Right. Toffee, toffee in the finale. Ludo. Yeah. yeah. So either way, it's, just, it's not like we're going to see a ton of toffee now. I think it's like it's it's temporary on our screens, whether he goes back or not right away, is what I would say. Um, I'm very excited to see toffee. We've done an incredible toffee build up. Um, 
in uh into the wands we have all the stuff with toffee and queen butterfly toffee's like immortal and is toffee toffee queen queen <laughs> eclipse at theories was uh toffee like the consort seems no from there's like a recent painting or something that we saw um and uh is, is toffee like the the son of queen eclipse and a monster like what's going on here a bunch of theories with that and very excited to see how toffee plays either way uh no matter what they do toffee's a great villain and I'm really interested. Tavi is the Zhao of Star Wars: The Force of Evil, which is like, why Dylan loves him. And oh, I see. he's like yeah. the best parallel to Zhao, I think, no, in, he, a, in a he, show he since he Avatar, is. like season one villain that like dies, but we're bringing him back on like Avatar, so this is gonna be great. Um, just like the overconfident, cocky, like ridiculous uh, villain, it's great. But he's so, also like very, very clever and like smooth. Which yeah. I appreciate. Like, I, that's totally part of his appeal to me as a villain. Like, he just seems like very calculated to the point where he, like, even when you think like you've got the jump on him, he's already planned ahead for that, and he actually knows what's like coming next in the yeah. equation. In, in, a, in a show of like incompetent people, Tavi. Yeah, like, like that's why he's so appealing <laughs> yeah. in comparison. Yeah, it, it's great. Well, um, like, in comparison to Ludo, it's like, oh my yeah, god, thank God we have coffee. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very excited for Tavi, and um, also very excited uh, seeing Queen Eclipsa in Frozen mm-hmm. in the Ice and Crystal Clear. Yes. Um, that's that's interesting. I, I that that definitely points to her returning uh, at the end of the season or at some point because she's just frozen and not dead. So that would be. So, and they can clearly be unfrozen, and there's no like seemingly negative effects of being unfrozen. Yeah. Okay. How, let's let's do this. Um, Will. Uh, Toffee and or Queen Eclipse appear in the last six episodes of the season. Um, So the answers are neither Toffee, Eclipse, or both Delaney. I'm just going to go with both. Like, I feel like we Eclipse has to appear. We've been building it up. Like, she has to appear this season. She has to. Uh, Michelle. I'd say at least Toffee, but I would like to think both. Clearly, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's more endgame than season two. Right. Like maybe yeah. that would be neat. More build up, but Clearly like definitely we're building to her or, reveal. I think or it's like just at a least, matter of when. Like I feel like what like what like least case, which like if we're doing in game, which I definitely think Eclipse yeah. is kind of in game, but not necessarily like villain in game, but like we're going to Eclipse, obviously. And I feel like what it could happen, like maybe like we have the finale and like, you know, the big thing in the finale happens, and then like kind of an end scene is like for some reason Eclipse is able to come out of the ice. Like that would be something like the crystal, like, like, I feel cl- like a cliffhanger for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. It's like totally. the magic fades enough that all his crystals go away. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. magic can <laughs> suck out of the universe. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, cle- yeah. clearly we'll see Toffee again. I think in the next six episodes. Um, yeah. I'm a little iffy on Eclipsa just because there's not much time left. Um, so right. I, I wonder. I wonder if our star uh, climax is um, seeing Queen Eclipse, or if it's just like a star focus thing. Clearly, Eclipse is coming in at some point in the series. Um, well, I feel like we're gonna see Toffee, but I don't feel like it'll be yeah. Star Toffee. Yeah. You don't think you don't think there'll be like a face off? Yeah. Like there possible. won't be. I don't. I find it hard to believe. Get, get, like you said, you know, we don't have a lot of time left, and we really like. I feel like this is kind of a hands off episode ep- season in that. Yeah, like the book got stolen, but like we're kind of pretending it didn't happen. Like Star, you know, she's like, don't tell them. And they're not actively, you know, like even Marco, you know, for a while we've been at this, like, you know, just wait, we're going to wait and see what happens. 
So I think we'll, like that'll be more of something we resolve next season. Yeah, the so thing, yeah. like the book back even like that yeah. might happen at the end of the yeah. season. The second half of the season is not about star versus someone. It's about uh, star. It's, yeah, it's about yeah. stars. Stars That's character true. arc. So to climax the main plot of the season, you don't uh, have star facing off with Toffee. You have star facing off with like herself and like where the, the direction she's going on. You I think ha- it'll be another like tree, like a moment like that. Yeah, you have you have Star like getting emotionally devastated and like seeing what happens with her in Dark Magic. Like that's the finale. Like it's yeah. and whether whether Eclipse plays into that or not, I don't think Toffee maybe comes in and tries to capitalize on that something like that. But it's not like a face off. Yeah, I think I think is, is where we're going. So that's very exciting. Um, the hard way. Uh, is this the best uh, Ludo centric episode of the show? Yes. I mean, that, oh, I don't know, man. The Ludo Alone episode yeah, Ludo, was so good. No, it was so Ludo weird. Alone Ludo, is terrible. Ludo, Ludo oh, in the Wild. Man, yeah, guys. that's the only that's oh, the only comparison. I didn't love that so episode good. that much, but I know no, that, uh, I, everything about that episode works so well for me. This is yeah. a very different kind of Ludo, but I love it. Yeah, well, just I think I, so. I think he's, he's I, like a needy child. It's so funny. I think Michelle represents the general opinion on Ludo a little bit more yes. than me and Delaney. Oh, really? So, okay, yeah. interesting. So um, I think <laughs> I Ludo that. in the Wild is kind of a beloved episode, and I think people... Yes! Oh, yeah, and so I, I've been I've been seeing a lot of uh, The Hard Way is the best episode this week. So what did you love so much about Ludo in this episode, Michelle? Because this whole season, they've been taking... Because L- Ludo was, like, so incompetent for a season, right? Like, he was, like, a joke of a villain. Like, Toffee was the only, like, foreseeable actual threat. And he was always kind of looming in the background. And Ludo this season, like, actually is taking control of his life. He's maximizing his potential to, like, be in control of monsters and, like, rats. And he was, like, building this empire. Um, and that's just, like, fun to see. It's fun to see that progression. Um, so I think that what makes the hard way work in comparison is, like, he's been built up as, like, this kind of, like, actual, like, considerable sort of kind of maybe actually a threat. But then, like, he acts so, like, childish the whole time. And it's, like, so funny because we've been we've been seeing this other side to him. So, like, seeing him like this now is, like, really, really great. Because at, at his heart, like, he still has this very, like, silly, like, ridiculous, like, personality you can't take is intimidating. And just, like, every time you'd be like, but was, like, was my spell better than stars? Or, like... Will you tuck me in? Will you tuck the wand in too? Like it was just it works so well because the rest of the season he's just been like actually trying to take things seriously. So I liked it for different reasons than I liked the other Ludo episode, but Interesting. Yeah, I think I think that's the appeal in a yeah. in a general audience sort of way, I yeah. guess. That's 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 a good explanation. But Delaney, you also uh were pretty high on this episode. Yes, uh, kind of for the same reasons, Michelle, but not qu- that the Michelle said, but not quite. Like, okay, I feel like what they're doing, like this episode, kind of encapsulates why Ludo is a terrible villain, but they're like playing a joke <laughs> on it, which is why yeah. I like it. Because yeah. like we're seeing this, like I love how many times Gloucester said, like to your potential, because his potential is zero. Exactly, so, his potential so low. And like you know, that, you know, talking about you know his control over monsters, he controls rats. <laughs> yes, and he's just terrible. And, like, that's what I like about it is, like, they're, like, we finally, like, I kind of feel like I finally see the point of Ludo. Like, he's ridiculous on purpose. And, like, he's awful on purpose. And he's just this, like, tool for Toffee. But, I mean, I think we are going to see him, like, become, like, like whatever Ludo is supposed to be. <laughs> but uh, I, it was just, like, a funny episode. Um, that's, that's why I was just funny. And, like, Ludo, like, Ludo was just, like, more sympathetic in this episode because he was, like, being ridiculous. And like this, this episode and um, 
oh, what was it? Oh, Math Magic were both examples to me of like how much the show is Rick and Morty with like a <laughs> rainbow flare. And I just, I think it was just cute and funny. And like we kind of had the fun like workout montage. And then also like this. Ludo made Glossark uncomfortable, which A, that's great. I hate mm-hmm. Glossark. That's great. That's Two, he's so weird he made Glossark uncomfortable, which is incredible. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of what was so appealing about their dynamic, I think. Yeah, that that the Morgan the Glossark. Yeah. I I think this is by far uh Ludo's best um like portrayal on the show. Um it worked for me the most. Uh I thought that Ludo was uh, did well was good enough to carry the episode um that being said still uh would have preferred not to have a ludo centric episode here this is just a personal opinion but for me star is everything on the show and um she just needs to be on the screen this is one of the shows where i feel like the main character needs to always be on the screen um like i think star might be my favorite character on tv right now and um like Marco's, uh, Marco's like also great, and so Marco mm-hmm. Marco can carry an episode, but uh, Ludo's pretty far down on that for me. So just not not seeing Star in this episode, like I like the hard way, but it's it doesn't stand out to me. Um, no, I agree. Like Ludo doesn't like we we we've kind of had multiple like Ludo centric episodes, and like it's just like I don't really care about Ludo. He's like not that great, and he just this is the only episode that he's carried. It's like, yeah, I, I agree. I the, like he actually did carry this episode, and it was, to make it, it was good. Um, the rest of the loot episodes, I wouldn't say were good. Like this one, I would say it was good. Um, but just the difference between Ludo, who I don't care about and kind of actively dislike, compared to Star, who I care the most about any character, like on TV, like that's that's a big difference for me. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the, yeah. Anyway, let's let's talk <laughs> let's talk Glossaric, both in this episode and the uh, statement in Crystal Clear that he is apparently the most powerful magic being oh, yeah. in the universe. In the universe, um, yet he is still beholden to whoever controls the book, and that's his job. Interesting. I would like that explained at some point. Well, I think series. it makes sense in that, like. Has to limit him somehow. He has, or be he has too to much. be bound. Like yeah. he serves a purpose. I guess so I, like a genie in a I, way, right? Yeah. But if he yeah. right, so I guess despite the fact he's the most powerful, doesn't mean he has the most like free will. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um. So this, our portrayal of Glasserick, I think, um, has been interesting. I would say it's kind of been maddeningly consistent. Uh, the way that his character's been portrayed. Like, we're not, I'm, I'm not, Means Lady kind of are not the biggest Glossaric fans to say the least, but I, I think, don't love Glossaric at all. You don't love Glossaric either. I, 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 think, I find um, amusement in how much other people really hate him, I think, for, <laughs> for yeah. me. For me, yeah. the hard way, I think, is when his character finally clicked in my head. Like, um, I Same. think I, I think I get Glossaric now. Um, okay, st- what, what is Glossaric, Dylan? So I still don't like him, but, um, okay. he's, he made the most sense here. He's kind of just been maddeningly like, ooh, I'm like mystical and like, I'm, I like pudding. But here he's, a, it's a very straight portrayal of him as this, um, this kind of, uh, neutral beholden to the book, uh, doesn't actually have emotions or really feelings and is just, uh, he gets exasperated if you, if it's like you take him off of like, uh, just basic things and things that make him, uh, that like don't make a ton of sense to him but he's kind of just like this emotional neutral being who's just kind of uh seems quirky because he doesn't really uh like he just does not really human at all like i, I his portrayal do you really his- think that do you really think he's totally neutral and doesn't have an agenda well that's a good discussion topic but that's certainly how he's been presented this yeah. this week yeah mm-hmm. well i think that's okay. the, whole, the show's been i think the show has been leading us to think otherwise and that's yeah, why this is really I think interesting the show has been leading us to think otherwise i mean i and think so I think, I, he's a, I think he's a mr manhattan character from um like a mr manhattan like character from um watchmen yeah, very much like expl- he's just so separate 
Okay. Um, so I think, I think we started off with the preconceived notion that Classic was good because right. he, he worked for, he presumably worked for the butterflies and he's Star's magic teacher. Um, I believe that the past few weeks have been us, about us overcoming those conceptions about Classic. I think the show has been very consistent in showing that he does not actually have any sort of, um, cons- concern for the butterflies. And it's been, uh, about overcoming that preconceived notion, basically. Is if what that's I would say. true, though, why did he burn the, page and why yeah and why would toffee say like when he possessed ludo like oh like i don't think like you're gonna try to get him to come over to your side like even toffee thinks right toffee toffee did seem convinced after yeah so i think i don't know i think there might be something else going on with glossary i think glossary is like he's loyal to the butterflies in this sort of like i don't know exactly why yet but yeah i don't know why because the thing is like when he said to star like last week when he was like you know, kind of like I feel like why Glosseric didn't go back to Star is because this is what's best for Star. Like I do think yeah, Glosseric like that. thinks that way. I'm not really sure like what Glosseric's motivation is for that, other than like he clear like, we've established that Glosseric is like yeah, Star's like super powerful, like ridiculously mm-hmm. so. And um, I feel like that like also we also need to talk about um, Star's mom because I feel like her like importance has just been like super magnified in this like in um hardway and crystal clear right. oh yeah so, so in, so in crystal, crystal clear uh the uh i guess romulus uh interprets uh chancellor luckman is saying like yeah i know she's uh queen butterfly's daughter right like that i think that's right. what you're referring to so um clearly uh in the in the scope of the universe at least with regards to the the magic commission uh star queen butterfly is an important figure yeah Yes. I so I feel like this might be like this magical bloodline thing, though I'm interested to see how like Muni itself plays into like the kind of hierarchy of magic in this I've like wondered about universe. That too. Yeah, yeah it, maybe Muni is like the original source of magic or something, or like right. the magic capital. Like it's it's clearly we haven't done that yet, and I don't know if the show's that thought that far ahead. But um, it's it's like the stars mythology is so very thin, which I think is actually right. a, a great thing for the show that um it's not like it's it's hidden in plain sight. Like I don't think it's there yet. Well, um, it's because it's beca- starting to make sense to me, like why everything's kind of happened to Star now, like this kind of like clicks some things into play. Like it kind of like obviously the show's like random, like super random, but. You know, act, this kind of starts to make a little bit more sense of like why these things are happening, like why Ludo's after the book, why like it's not like there there is some like actual importance Connection. to everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, once we start I introducing agree. the the High Magic Commission, it it doesn't seem as much just a random series of events. I agree. It's it's like, and we're we're actually uh, clearly this 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 week and past week is like let's introduce these High Magic Commission as main characters. Like right. Um. So we have uh like we have important. like each of their episodes except uh, Crystal Clear's like Leckman's also in the the Romulus episode. So it's like this the the this plus the the uh, Hecapoo or like get to know the mm. Magic Commission. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely the purpose of a lot of these. One last point on Glosseric. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that the show is portraying this. I definitely think it's a clear possibility given what we've seen in that, um, uh, I think Ludo, or, um, I think uh, Glosseric might have a motivation, uh, not just to the book, but to the butterfly lineage as well. Um, I yeah. think that's, that's a reasonable interpretation. I would say that my interpretation is, if that is true, is that it does, he is not, uh, emotionally attached to them at all. I, that's what right. I would say. I think it is just like, a, it's just like a secondary, that, that, the twist will be like, there is a secondary obligation to them. So it's, it's like something that pulls at him, not something that he cares about is, is what I would, uh, assume the reveal would be. But I also, I, I think it's a very reasonable interpretation, not something that we've seen clearly yet. 
um, like, you know, like Glaserick, like, like he's tied to the original magic lineage, like that could tie into why Muni is important and stuff like that. Well, I know you're um, like, I know you have like a preference for character. Like you really like characters like this, like where they don't like, you know, we kind of have this like no emotion thing. But I do think what's important uh, okay. is when Star was like, I thought Glaserick was my friend. And mm, I think yeah. that comment to me, like Star's hurt by this. And granted, there's also been this theme of, like, you kind of just have to accept things how they are. That was kind of, like, what um, the Balance Lounge was about. But I do think um, we could be going this route where it is kind of revealed that Glosteric, in, like, the tiniest modicum, like, possible that he can, he does care. Yeah, that's definitely a possible twist. I think Star's... I, yeah, I think that is a possible twist for sure. Yeah, Star saying that... Um, that I uh, thought Glosserick was her friend. Like, I don't think that means anything about Glosserick. Like, clearly Star's going to think that. So, like, Star's a very emotional person. So I, right. I think that But, that like, it was emphasized. And I feel like if the, sh- the show has not a lot of time to emphasize many things, and if it if it hit that hard enough that we remember it, like, maybe there is some intentionality behind it. It was just right. the way it was played to me, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. Because when I was thinking back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that, that was yeah. kind of... Re- reasonable interpretation. I definitely think this episode did its best to convince me that that's not the case, but reasonable interpretation. Right. <laughs> uh, we were the see. show also tries yeah. to trick us it does right. no, yeah. yeah much more this season than last so yeah um yeah and yeah and i regardless of anything with glasserick i don't think that uh his he was better here i think his characterization for me is still not successful overall so. you know he's he sucks but yeah. <laughs> i mean there's a, there's a difference character. there's also just a difference between not liking him and just like i don't think he's like a positive super positive force on the show like i, right. I don't yeah that's that's kind of what i mean like from an overall storytelling perspective anyway um so yeah ludo um Ludo learning uh, the Levitato spell. Um, Wait, Levio, for, Levio, yeah, Levitato. Yeah, Levitato. Yeah, I was waiting for that the entire time. <laughs> William correcting him. I thought that all, all things great. Um, we talked about the donut aside. So Toffee, the, we, t- we talked about this. Coming out of the book, uh seems like Ludo's corrupted by the, or the tainted by the magic. And then um, that allows Toffee to, to, to possess yeah, him. It's not, it's not, it's not clear though. Yeah. Not I don't well, know I why. Yeah, yes. I actually kind of have an idea. I think it might be like, so we've had this, like, there's this green, like, so we had, like, there's the green hole in Crystal Clear. We've seen the green everywhere. It's like this negative, like, it's uh, clearly not a good force. Mm. And, like, the wand is green. And then he starts to, like, like, um, Ludo's eyes turn green. I feel like this might be something, like, unique to, like, so this would also further the theory that Toffee is Eclipse's son. In that this is like this dark magic, which we're going to identify with Eclipsa, obviously, which, you know, it might not originate with Eclipsa, but it has been established that, you know, butterflies can make up spells like started, which mm-hmm. I'm going to freak out about later when we talk about it more because I was like, <gasps> but yeah, um, cool. we I think this could be like, this is like what Eclipse's magic can do. This is Toffee's magic. Maybe like it was a, it allowed, like, I think it came from the wand like this. It was just like an opening for Toffee. Like, I don't necessarily think it's like, oh, the book corrupted him and it's Toffee. Like, I think it's like, yeah, it's all yeah, kind of the I same agree. magic. It, it was an opportunity. And uh, that's an interesting interpretation of uh, that. It, that this is this is like a um, this is like a good proof that Toffee is a little in the lineage of Queen Eclipsa because uh, it was Eclipsa's magic that allows Toffee to to overtake um, Ludo. That's that's it's interesting proof. I think probably we're not going for a Toffee is Eclipsa. You know, it's it's tough to say. I'm not, I'm not right. sure where exactly we're going with that, but yeah, that's interesting. And, um, I don't know why just opening the chapter instantly <laughs> taints right. him, but, uh, you know, whatever. It was done really interesting. Just that susceptible because he's Ludo and not Star. Yeah. yeah. 
I really, really excited to see Toffee. Let's more, mm-hmm. more Toffee. Where we need him back into his crocodile body. Um, <laughs> yes, interesting. So the only reason, if that uh, painting of like Queen Eclipse with the giant monster is true, and that's like the monster husband. Yeah, um, I was wondering, like, why would their right. son be reptilian? <laughs> no, that, it's like that, and it also means it can't be Toffee unless Toffee is like not the croc- crocodile body, but like the soul, and then he's like what tri- or. Yeah, like, Maybe he just knows her really well, but wasn't, like, her child. Yeah, right. But he could have been the husband if he was, like, uh, originally him and just, like, uh, worked into the the crocodile body. When's the last time we talked about working? Oh, man. That's... Yeah, okay. so anyway, I just had that thought. Okay, so yeah, the hardware, yeah. there you go. Uh, crystal clear. So um, talked to uh, a fair amount about this already, but there's a lot going on here. The most yeah. important thing about this episode, I think, that determines uh, whether you think it was a good episode is your opinion on Romulus. So I Delaney, love him. You like Romulus. Mm-hmm. Ex- well, ex- we, we, we established when we met the high count, like the magic council that I, like, I was like, I love Romulus. He's ridiculous. Like, because he was like screaming and breaking stuff. And I was like, I love him. And so he, when I saw, like, I was watching, like, on the Disney XD app, which is, like, what I do normally, and, like, nice, I saw nice in the blog. description Romulus, and I was like, oh, Romulus! <laughs> wow. So he's so funny, and Excited. I just thought, like, definitely, like, I think Romulus carried the episode, granted, it's also, he's, like, literally talking to his hands, and he's, like, super dumb, but <laughs> I think he's more interesting than Ludo, <laughs> like, I don't know, and also his character design just appeals to me, like, he's ridiculous looking, like, I love it. Yeah, no, his hands are so great. And I agree, like, his charm is that, like, he he's very well-meaning, but he's really stupid and really <laughs> aggressive all in one. So, like, it's fascinating to see how he reacts to situations. Yeah, so you're, you're a Romulus fan, Michelle? Yeah, I just, I really love the part when the snake hands are like, oh, you should work out. And you, like, realize they're trying to, like, knock him <laughs> that out. Was really good. That was so funny. Like, oh, yeah. man. I yeah, do like this. I do He's a great character. I do like the snake ends. They're kind of the stupidest thing mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, I love yeah. snake ends. Like, why would you make this character design? And yeah. then, like, how is I think nipple I, gems? You can take them off <laughs> and just, yeah. like, there's yeah, so, so many good parts. Romulus, to me, is, like, clearly in the vein of Star in that you just design this ridiculous image and then you, like, apply story to this. To what, yeah. like, you're yeah, not going to, like, it make it like the snake ends are an independent person. Oh, that's cool. Let's draw that. Like, it's like, like, Star was, like, okay, let's draw, like, the most adorable thing we can draw and then, like, let's build this mythology around this character. Like, and I think that's the same thing with Romulus, but for, like, absurdity. Um, I, I'm not opposed to Romulus as a character. I think he did uh, do a good job, like, in carrying the episode. Like, I think he... Um, He's kind of interesting. I do like the snake hands. Um, I think his uh, the first half of this episode is pretty off-putting to me, um, like to the extent where it, it, it like tainted. Lol. Like the the rest of the episode, like t- so Rambulus is just making such like morally bad actions that I really didn't like him. Um, like you can't freeze Star and like expect that's me a, to like that's you. That's a like, fair point. Yeah, like, it, it was too much. Like you're it, it, like this this episode portrayed the like this freezing is kind of like death like that's kind of yeah like, it's he, permanent it's until per- like unfrozen. it's permanent until he yeah. unfreezes them like he had all these people from like thousands of years presumably um it's like they he did that to star and marco like that was not okay with me like i could not see star and that was not yeah that wasn't good um so i just and he was just like absurd and uh all powerful and didn't care about his actions i really just didn't like him for most of the episode so um I, I, for, so, like, from my perspective, it's, like, a miscalculation. Like, they're, they're making him bumbling, but I think they went too far. Um, 
I do, I do think he did it. They did a good job, like exploring the realm of what they were doing in this episode, like Lechman and uh, the extent of him and uh, the like the the universe magic being on the fritz. Like uh, he did a good job of um, portraying all of that, or they did a good job portraying it through him. So, um, and the, but once you break Star to the ice, I think this episode shines. Um, yeah, Star yeah. talk, Star talking to him was wonderful. I mean, but like that's because Star is wonderful. Like you know, it's not. It's it, Star makes everyone better. So it's uh, it's it's. Like once we we got started out of, out of um, potential permanent frozen death, I was happier. So <laughs> it's 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 better. Um, I think it yeah. So this is our Rombulus like introduction episode. We also have Chancellor Lechman here, who is a goat demon, and only <laughs> Rombulus can understand him. Um, I don't know why, but every time the person who was making the goat sounds for that character said anything, it was just like really funny to me. I don't know why. What do you think of uh, Lechman, Michelle? I think he's fine. <laughs> Not I your mean, fave? I don't know anything really about him yet. Uh, thoughts, Delaney? Well, I thought he was like funny because like yeah. his like facial expressions, and he's just literally like bawing. Yeah, really I know. Funny. It's like so stupid, but it's like yeah. really and then, funny. And then like he had to get on like his chair. Oh yeah, the like, like old person chair. Yeah, that was that was that was that was a really good beat I because he's that. he's just like oh here's this like crazy uh, magic boss who's like can do anything and he just gets on the old person has chair the old person chair yeah. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. I do think like I agree that like he wasn't like Romulus wasn't that um like sympathetic in the beginning but I also think they played well with like how much he clearly cares for Lekman and like what he was yeah, doing no, with that I, was okay I agree. he chilled out a lot when Stark should talk to him I think this could be an issue of like we we've seen so little of him that his personality might seem like so extreme because we don't have other episodes to balance it out yeah I didn't um, I didn't get the impression that he's yeah. like a bad a bad person I it actually kind of pissed me off that um they're portraying him as a good person yet he was doing these horrible things like that actually annoyed me like I, I didn't get the impression he was bad though you know like that, yeah, yeah. I think the amount of power he has to the extent he can use it is concerning for sure even if his heart is like technically in the right place i can agree with that yeah um he's he, he does seem to be like one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. universe, yeah that was really despite, powerful you know, like he's he he, like he does he gave uh he i guess he's responsible for like all crystals in the world yeah <laughs> like, like glossarik's like hella yeah. like hinted at special crystals his so that's and he's like intense. the opposite of glossarik yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's just like overly no emotional and yeah, yeah. And crazy. He's just yeah. terrible. It's great. Yeah, his snake hands were great though, and just having to like freeze his own snake hands, like yeah, that, that was quality. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what do we think? What's what's with this magic, Fritz? So, like, how's this going to play into um into our finale? Do you have any theories, Delaney? Well, I don't know. Like, I think it's more inter- like once we've introduced the Fritz, it made more sense. Like, what was going on with the wand? Yeah. Um. I feel like it's kind of. I definitely it's going to come into like you know not. Like obviously stars the savior, duh. But I mean it more in like a like stars magic itself will be like the savior of this Fritz. Though I'm not really sure how much it's really gonna play into the finale. I definitely feel like the Fritz is really long game, like even longer game maybe than Eclipsa. Though I think we're definitely going to come to a point where Star is actually going to be confronted with the Fritz because like this is the first time she's heard of it. So she's like hadn't noticed really. And so I feel like in the finale or a little bit towards the finale, something's going to happen where Star is gonna be like, it's this Fritz. And then maybe maybe a conversation with her mom, like, what do you know about this? Because we've kind of opened that channel up a little bit. Maybe an update from her parents, too, about, like, what they're doing about the book, what they're doing on their side. Or maybe even an episode with just them, like, kind of doing what they think they need to do for, like, the situation that has, like, yeah. developed. 
So I feel like that might be where we're going a little bit. Um, I don't. I definitely don't think there's going to be any resolution to the Fritz. Yeah. This so, you, so you think it's more of a framing device for character mo- uh, moments rather than something that's going to be addressed in the plot right away. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting take. What do you think, and, Michelle? All right. I think everything Delaney said is like super plausible, though. <laughs> Even down to like her talking to her mom, because like we saw that portrait of like her mom taking out Toffee. Like that says so much more about how much more we need to know her mom, and True. like how much more she's going to play into the mythos of like everything surrounding what's going on with the Fritz and with the Wands, and like. I mean, like, the only extent of the Fritz, I guess, that Star has seen is the very few times, like, the green magic has come out of her own wand, and she doesn't know why. Like, Gloucester kind of takes notice, doesn't say anything about it, but, like, yeah. I mean, I think the only person who probably knows a lot about the Fritz who isn't, like, maybe her mom or Clifsa is, like, Toffee. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting how it's going to be how it's going to play in the rest of the season. I don't see an immediate resolution either. Yeah, I don't see an immediate. Oh, resolution. and I don't think the source. I don't think we know the source yet. Like I, like, yeah, we and, don't know the source. And I don't. I don't mean that in literally like we don't know what the source is. I mean like you mean it's something we from, something we haven't seen. Yet. We haven't met the source. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. this is something we're dealing with like later seasons. Like I don't think it's Toffee, and I don't. I she definitely don't think it's Ludo. It, yeah. Yeah. So I think something I think else uh, entirely. Right. I think using. I think it's there's definitely a uh, it's uh, like a possibility that it's Star um, and just her being like this and how this ties into her being uh, like uh, super powerful, like yes. the most powerful we've seen. Um, it's like, oh, uh, Romulus was right. You know, it's like I think I think that's definitely a possibility. If if it is Star, then I think we, we could address it sooner rather than later. Well, um, I feel like in terms of like I'm going to compare this to Avatar. So like. You know, you had your season, like, so, like, the plot of book one, we have to go to the Northern Water Tribe and learn waterbending. <laughs> yeah. And then book two, we have to master earthbending and then take back Rossing Say and then rip Aang. And then book three, like, defeat the Fire Lord. But the overarching story was we have to defeat the Fire Lord before the comet comes. And I feel like for, this is, this is Sozin's comet. Like, the flux, like, whatever's, like, the... Like the drain going on right now. That's end game. That's end game. Okay. Yeah. And maybe Eclipse is tied to that. Maybe Eclipse is the key in that we have to have Eclipse's magic and Star's magic. Though I do like the idea that it could be Star, but I feel like it could be sort of like she's the problem and the solution. And I don't yeah, mean that, I that was, she I stops doing what she's doing. Or the, yes, yeah, she sure. could be it's, the thing to resolve it. But I'd like to think it's not like just her, like herself is the answer, but she's she is able to choose the answer for being herself or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want her to be like the thing that like makes like the flux right, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Star, if star if star is the the cause of the fritz then it's um it's her is uh, if he's a little too convenient yeah well like, it's I'd like, like it her be... the resolution is like her coming to terms with her power and like uh catching up to her abilities and like it, it ties into her character arc so it'd be like a framing device for her character arc. right um yeah i think that um the show could use an overall goal like says in comet i don't i'm not convinced this is it but we'll see like, we just don't have enough information right. uh yeah and um so Star could be the Fritz, Tavi could be the Fritz, uh, Eclipsa. Um, but we saw Eclipsa frozen, so it's hard. It's hard for her. But yeah, or it could be someone we don't know yet. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not. I don't super care about it yet. But I think it's interesting. Um, so yeah, one random thing is uh, is uh, Romulus gives Star one of the nipple crystals. Yeah. What are we? What are we? What are we doing with that? Yeah, yeah I, I don't I know. Star does... That's for later for sure. Yeah, I love Star holding the the things up to her is like ooh pretty but yeah I, i'm interested to see what she does with the crystal that she i like the immediate band-aids how like 
talking. Yeah, he had band-aids there, yeah. Like, fingers also still in her, like, closet, right? Like, we're going to yeah. come back to that at some point, hopefully. Yeah, don't just throw this crystal into your closet. Yeah, like, we're going to address, I feel like we're going to go into the secret closet again. Yeah, we're going yeah. to secret closet and talk about all these things. Yeah. I, 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 we, we should go back there. That was good. Um, okay, let's talk uh, the Bounce Lounge, um, our least uh, plot consequential episode. But I, th- I thought it was still fun. We have the the long waited return of Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you sad about Tad? Like I was like, Dylan's hurting somewhere. I did, to be honest, I didn't really remember what happened <laughs> in Goblin Dogs, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> I didn't really. It's a problem with the show. I forget a lot of things. I remembered Kelly. I didn't remember Tad was a thing. But um, yeah, I'm glad we had her back. I remember we talking about? It. We we're like, do you ship Kelly and Tad? Cause that's the dumb oh, stuff God. we normally do. Well, their hair yeah, is the same color. That's the reason. Yeah. Did we were we retconning Kelly here? Because I feel like Goblin Dogs was supposed to be the first time we met her. Yeah, it was um, the first time you met her. Yeah, I was, was really confused. Was it supposed to be yeah. the first time? I thought I got the impression that the first time Star met her as well. Yes, yeah, Star met her. Yeah. Well, I think actually maybe it was the first time Marco met her. Oh, yeah. was, was so Star in that? the original team than they than Star and Ponyhead okay. hung out with her before. Yeah, so I guess anyway. Um, regardless, <laughs> glad to see Kelly back. Who's your fave member of the Bounce crew, Delaney? Johnny Blowhole, hands down. <laughs> why? Really? Why? Because he's a whale. <laughs> oh my god! You so say it like funny. it makes so much sense. <laughs> like, like when I saw his, when I saw him like in the picture, I was like, OMG, it's a whale. And then like he was like on a pirate ship, and then they were like, like they were like, do the thing, and like he like made bubbles. <laughs> it was, I was done. Like he's the best. He I like the way the lady described is. it more than it actually happened in the episode. Yeah. Uh, well, Michelle, who's your fave then? Uh, I liked the talking headphones, actually. I don't know. Oh, those were cool. I like <laughs> those too. They were good at hyping people up. Like, they were actually good at partying. Like, and they were I sassy. Really- yeah, they were sassy too. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Kelly is obviously the best one. I mean, come on. Like I could be, what Kelly say? Like I could be, uh, like super depressed anywhere. Like I could. Oh, I've been corrected yeah. by my girlfriend. She's irritated. She had to come over with a post note. I'm sorry. He's a dolphin. Oh, he is. Yeah. Well, he looks kind of like I don't think it matters that much, but yeah, it <laughs> mattered to Tanya. Okay, so I had dolphin, to make yeah. She got up over <laughs> here to tell me that in a, via a passive aggressive post note. <laughs> Dolphin, yeah, noted. Okay, um, yeah, that was such a weird scene of uh, get get the, the the stupid dolphin from the ship, and uh, he forgot what okay. party. Yeah. Anyway, um, so just ate the captain when he turned into a rabbit. That was yeah, so that was pretty. That was pretty dark. Yeah, screaming. He was a living carrot when that happened. Yeah, instead uh, of dark. Messed so up. most importantly, Delaney, what are your thoughts on Millie, the uh, the head of the bounce lounge? Okay, so at first, like, it was really, like, I was, like, I'm digging this, this, like, drag queen thing going on here. <laughs> and then at the end, I was, like, is this college? <laughs> I'm tired. I've what? been part for 5,000 years. I was, like, this is good stuff. I don't know. It was, like, neat and weird. Like, I really enjoyed, like, this mystique. I, it, at the end, I was, like, oh, this is kind of, like, I felt a little miffed. Like, a little, like, j- like, no, oh, well, I don't don't like that word um just felt like i was like oh i didn't like that like i felt like kind of ripped off like that it was like she didn't want to party anymore but then i like it was also funny so it was okay she's been partying for too long like i kind of liked that like the solution wasn't that they actually got what they wanted it was like she just was hella old and like was done yeah um it was was a funny resolution you like millie michelle i like her fine i mean i guess I, I can appreciate the mystique. 
Yeah, um, I think the be- I think the best part of this character was when um she comes she down. Well, she comes down. It's like uh, what is, is, is what she says something, and she like goes back up in the sky. Yeah, and yeah. Happens really fast, so, and they yeah. The way this episode had, the more you yeah. can appreciate, I guess. Yeah, this episode had really good pacing. Um, a lot of yeah. these uh, comedic focused episodes in Star sometimes flounder because the um they just don't execute like the whatever the script is very well but in this in this case like it was very they had really fast cuts this uh it was kind of silly the moment of her going back retreating into the sky like they cut to that really fast i think i think a lot of it really worked for me um i like i thought the the sequence at the end of them like dancing dance harder in order to get like all the money and now marco plays in that i thought all that was really good like i really enjoyed that yeah. I love that when he like let loose, his dancing was not cool at it all. Was it was like karate. I was, was like, karate, oh my yeah. god, it's great. He's so he's such a nerd. This is yeah. perfect. That was sweet. I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I liked it too. It well, as cute. someone who does karate, I was like, this is cute. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I feel like we're bearing the lead though. Like, so yes. Um, so the part where they're like, look at all these photos and like junior prom. And I'm like, what is this timeline? I am so confused. Like, I was like, literally like the most confused. I was like, what? I guess that's middle school, right? Like, no, I just, I'm so, yeah, is it junior yeah. prom is in like junior, like, I'm just so confused. Like, yeah. That's not what, that's not what that phrase means for in my mind. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I was so Like all of those pictures, they're like, and it just reminded me like back home, there's this place called skates alive. And it's like all the middle school, it's a place where you rollerblade. And like when you're like in like roller skate. And of course, when you're like fifth to the eighth grade, it's like the coolest place to hang yeah. out or whatever. And then of course, you get like, you're 14, you're like, I don't want to go there. There's like drug dealers and like you're going to get knocked over by a six year old. And like, I was like, that's this is what this is. Like, it's like, like oh, it was really cool. Like, forever ago but now it's not i was just like overwhelmed by that i was like they just encapsulated this in an episode and i'm like what you were relating to that yeah um thoughts on uh a younger acne star still adorable and she had braces right yeah braces yeah it was pretty great um yeah uh pony head in this episode Okay, her tears were terrifying. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, at the very beginning, I was like, what is going on here? It's like rainbow nightmare fuel <laughs> right? coming out of her she face. Yeah, no, it was weird. Like, yeah. I wrote that down specifically. I was like, scary, like, Pony had tears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought Pony was good here. Um, most important part of the episode we haven't talked about yet is uh, the Starco moment. I knew Dylan was waiting. He thought that's what he thought I was going to say when I said. Yeah, I thought I thought I was excited, but no, no, I knew. Um, I was like, I'm yeah. going to crush Dylan. Yeah. So at the end, uh, it's like whatever. Like they, they they do a dance or something. It's it's cute. I don't know. It's <laughs> Star like twirls Marco around. I think like I yeah, think she yeah. dips him. It's our yeah. it's our oh my god! It's the Katango. We it's like oh it that's, is yeah. That's the abbreviated yeah. Katango. It's the Starco yeah. salsa. There we go. Starco <laughs> salsa. It Hashtag, has to have a name yeah. like the Katango. Yeah. Like yeah, um, that was that was super cute and uh, really good animation too. Here, um, uh, that that was really well. That was like in the light of coming off of Millie, so it looked really cool. <laughs> and uh, there's also a super adorable Starface when she was like uh, like puppy dog eyes earlier. Those yeah. those those were the screenshot options. I went with the Starco moment though. Oh, so. <laughs> I also, I really just speaking of facial expressions, I thought I really loved like. <laughs> 
So like when Potiphar's like, okay, I'm fine. I'm ready to reveal or confess or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, that he's was like, great. And then Star immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, starts just, like bawling. That yeah. was like really funny. Like, it was just yeah, no. really funny to me. I yeah, I really liked uh, Ponyhead just bawling and then like, okay, I'm ready to reveal. Like it's such <laughs> such a such a dramatic thing. Yeah, oh, it was really good. And naturally, my she's like my girlfriend's favorite character because she's also dramatic. Like that was like a number one <laughs> comment I got was yeah. how great Ponyhead is. Funny, it's pretty great. Um, thoughts on uh, a lot of a lot of hype about the music in the bounce lounge that they play. Um, oh, really? The yeah. I don't remember it. Yeah. What was so great about yeah, it? Uh, people are hype. Steve's commenter Steve is very <laughs> happy about hype. that. That's yeah. interesting. No, it's it's on it's on YouTube already. They like they posted the song. It's pretty good. I'm um, intrigued. I'll go back. Yeah, it's like the stars dance music. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed um, it because it was like it's, I was it's like, the, this is dun, like a dun, gay club. It's a gay. Well, oh, explain. But just like I've been to gay clubs, it's like a gay club. Like, How is this different it, from a normal club in this? In terms it's, it's of it's just this. gay, Dylan. It's just a okay. gay club. Understood. I uh, I guess so. Okay. Um, anything else from the bounce lounge? It was fine. No. Yeah, it was okay, fine. It was, it was solid. No, yeah. Okay. Math magic. Um, so there's so this is our introduction to Omnitraxus Prime. Um, he's the skull in this in the snow globe, I guess, and now he's a giant thing that controls space time. Um, Delaney, what are your thoughts on Omnitraxis? Um, I love him. Like, he was, like, so done with Star. And then, like, the f- he's FaceTime. That's my favorite thing ever. Like, that's so good. And, like, I really like his design. Like, he's really yeah. cool. And, like, his his voice is just... Yeah, bo- his voice is awesome! It's like, I would I would actually rank him higher. I know Dylan's gonna be like, oh, what? Like, this is a big deal for me. <laughs> I rank it. him higher than Vatu. Oh well, yeah. I no, mean, you can't. No one's better than you. Need his voice. Vatu, yeah, I bad. think he's like. I was like really digging him. Granny, he doesn't drop the bass like Vatu does, which is like yeah. the best thing. It's like the Vatu <laughs> bass, but I'm the track is prime voice by Carl Weathers. Does a does a great yeah. job with this. Yes, amazing. Uh, um, uh, Michelle, thoughts on on the Traxxas? I thought it was really cool. I liked him a lot. I also really loved his character design, and I, I liked that he he was like trying so hard to like make Star understand, but like was clearly like also very done with her. So yeah. that's always fun. Yeah, I I really liked him. I thought the the use of him in this episode is really good. His voice is great. His design's great. He is. I would rank the Magic High Commission as follows: um, number one, Hecapu, obviously. I mean, come on, Hecapu's number one. Number two, Omnitraxis. Number three, Romulus. Number four, uh, Lechmit, because we haven't seen enough of him yet. I would that's, agree. Yeah, like, I do. Fair. I really like Omnitraxis. Like he's great. You'd put Romulus three, Delaney. Yes, like I love Romulus. We can all agree with that. So, I mean, if, like, like, no if I ranked my favorite Legend of Korra characters, Vatu's not on it, but I love <laughs> Vatu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me explain why I, why I love Math Magic. I think it's the best of this week, and um, oh, wow, okay. why, I, why I think it's potentially even a top ten episode of the show. Like it's it's. So at first, I'm super annoyed because it seems like a really stupid episode for the first two minutes. But then it does the thing where the thing. it's it's the repeating thing. itself and it's like stuck in a time loop. And first of all, that's great. That's one of Dylan's favorite plot elements. And um, in general, this episode is super self-contained. Uh, ding, ding, ding. And uh, really, everything works. Everything comes back. And um, every element of it is is there for a purpose uh, in this episode. Everything Dylan loves about episodes. Right. Like, I really love self-contained episodes that, uh, that uh, the beginning relates to the end. I love how they repeat the loop and how um, Jan has a different stupid hat and she tells a different uh, knock-knock uh, why the chicken, you know, cross the road joke. And I love, I love, first of all, that's the concept and, like, Star finds that hilarious at first because, you know, she's just an alien and she's never heard that before like that's also that's like 
totally a star reaction. Um, and then she like explained why the joke was funny. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> that was great. That was the best explanation <laughs> that I've seen. Killed why me. That's like, funny that was too. the best yeah. part. Yeah, um, and we just slightly change it. That was all really well done. I love how um, we see the different designs of Star. Like that's that was so that fun. That was cool. I liked yeah. that. I love uh, everything with Omnitraxis Prime talking to her and um, the the explanation. And I love the resolution of Star just has to try. Like this uh, Math Magic to me felt like a classic animation episode like this to me feels like it like this is i could see this being like repeated it had all the elements it had like it's moral that was well done it it it, it, it like uh, has like a typical plot that's just really well executed with this like repeating loop um i just love i, I think i love every part of this episode um, uh, i'm not i'm not saying it's better than the three brilliant ones last week but um this one really worked for me i like totally agree with you <laughs> like I will actually like I will after like honestly like I first watched it and I was like at first I'm just the same I watched it I'm like this is stupid and then I was like oh my god I love this episode like like this is this ep like and this is also to me like this this episode I'm like this is literally Rick and Morty like this is like yeah this was a, this was a Rick and Morty episode sure. yeah. yeah and that's like obviously I love Rick and Morty duh and then like it was Star plus Rick like it was the most Rick and Morty Star has ever been and it has parallel universes which is like my favorite thing ever and something I've been waiting for them to talk about which is awesome. It had space time in it, which is like Delaney's favorite thing. And it's great. Like, yes, talk about space time, please. And like time loops. And like, I just really like, Oh no, you were totally wrong. Like, and then like, they also did the really, like they did the parallel universe thing. Really funny. Like they did it really, mm-hmm. like, it was super funny. I just like, I, I like, I figured Dylan would like it as much as I did. I just wasn't like, sure. Yeah. yeah well, I wonder, I- I'm curious to see like the fandom reaction. Yeah, no, it's it hasn't been as positive as us. No, it it's it's this has been one of the lower ranked ones of. The, and then like the also, um, oh my god, I can't, I feel bad, I can't remember her name, the troll teacher. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. When she goes off on like she's talking about how great math is, I just loved that. Like that was so good. Like <laughs> math, the show gets yeah. really real sometimes, like in the background, like like they have like things that are real, they talk about it, and then they're just like, no. Yeah. It was just so uh, good. Yeah, the 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 moment when uh, Troll Teacher says, uh, "No, you were totally wrong," but at least yes. you tried. At least you tried. So that was yeah. Really it great. was it was such That's a cathartic true. moment. It was really good. Like for such kind of just a basic concept, like a basic moral, it just felt so emotionally great to watch that. Like I love that moment. Well, also, I, I don't so. really think it's that basic of a moral. I feel like we this isn't a moral that you actually see a lot. Like a lot of it is like you have to be right. You have to be, like be really good at stuff. And to see this was really nice, especially kind of like in the like world we live in right now and like the standard um like millennials are held to and stuff like that. Like it's really it was it's really it's cathartic. In our era of standardized testing and yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's not necessarily something that's frequently espoused. Yeah. I I, I agree. To be fair, like, cause like kind of the whole like end of that was like, she's like, okay, well, like if all the other versions of me know it then I can just like hone in on that. But if that had worked and she'd gotten it right because every other version of her knew it, that kind of would have felt like cheating. So the fact that it didn't matter that she knew how was that she herself tried and didn't even get it right. That I think that does like give it a lot more substantial weight as a conclusion. Yeah, I agree. Um, One of the frequent things people get pissed off at Star about is just how like she is this kind of this type of thing like that she doesn't like try at things like that like this is actually a really good moment for a character um like i don't get pissed off for, for that this no is, i no, like no, but, my thing yeah. is like 
I love like her like the you know the Hermione Granger archetype is like one of my favorite things ever. But we have to have characters like this because yeah, seriously. We, well, we go through this thing. It's like I'm not like other girls. It's like shut up, whatever. That's <laughs> annoying. You're wrong. Anyway, so having a character like Star is just great. Like I love her. She's adorable. She's just sweet. And then like she's also terrifying. And like she's just like it's just like having characters like this. You know, there are like we have different flavors of girl, and they're all yeah. great. Oh, that's, <laughs> so, like that's, that's what really I like about this. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, thoughts on the episode overall? Um, it, I thought it was nice. I mean, I'll, okay. I also don't think there's anything I could add that you, both of you haven't already said. And I think you got more out of it than I did. So for me, yeah. it was just refreshing to see your perspectives. But yeah, I thought it was a really good episode overall. Yeah. I thought it had really good Rick and Morty vibes for sure. And I liked yeah. the payoff that she just had to try. So. Yeah, for me, for me, this and the bounce lounge were the most Rick and Morty type of, yes. of the four. I think yeah. so. The bounce lounge was like lips and. <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember how that goes but that's a yeah, blitz blitz and chips or yeah, yeah yeah um yeah i i would i would highly recommend rewatching math magic um okay. I, I i basically just rewatch i try to watch everything we talk about just so i have a really good understanding of it but i really i got a lot out of rewatching this episode as well, well I, would say. I feel like well the thing is like it's really easy to shut down in the beginning because you're like this is dumb yeah and then like you're like no it's not dumb it's amazing and then i <laughs> like it's so good yeah, it's one of those things where it's dumb had a purpose, so it's it's it plays better when you know that. Like, we need to talk about the different versions of Star. So yes, and the crystals, uh, we need to like we need to pick a fave version of Star. That's the most important thing. Obviously, <laughs> um, what stands out? We so we the return of Goth Star. That's yes, that's very yeah. notable uh-huh. with the purple hair. There was a cat um, star. We had cat star. Ever. Yeah, that was great. We had Queen Star. We had Queen um, Star. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. We had Old Star. We had like Child Star. We had the return of Ludo Costume Star. I'm looking at the <laughs> screenshot now. We had Demon Star. Yeah, we had um, a star that looked kind of like Tom, but yeah, looked- yeah, the, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, hmm, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I think we've kind of like Kelly looking star with her yeah. hair. Um, <laughs> her as a donut, which was weird. I really like that. <laughs> I know, yeah. That was fascinating. Yeah, we had like Party Girl Star with like the giant, ma- like the lipstick. Um, we had a star looking like her hero. I forget her name from. Yes. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, there was like yeah. a Dipper Star. There's a Dipper was Star. There? It was like she was like wearing a cap, and then like it looked. I think she was like wearing a vest. Or oh something. no, that was oh, it was Boy Star. Yeah, that Boy was Boy Star. Star. Oh yeah, yeah. no, the Boy yeah. Star. I thought yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was one of that's one of the faves. Um, so what is what is your fave star, Delaney? Um, it's probably between Boy Star and the cap. Cat and Star cat. was really great. Yeah, yeah, uh, Michelle. It'd be between Boy Star and Demon Star for me. I think. Yeah, I like Demon Star and Queen Star. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Queen Star's great. Seeing all of like, the stars are great, obviously. Yeah, all obviously, the stars all the stars are, are great. There's also there's also a Warrior Princess, her and her Muberty Star. Yes. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. Muberty Stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Muberty Star's terrifying. Muberty is still the weirdest. Uh, we, that that still needs to pay off. By the way, we haven't done anything. <laughs> yes, yet, so. I agree. wings. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, when are we doing something with the wings? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Alvin Traxxas Prime, um, he's the space-time guy. Oh, whoa, whoa, okay. Oh, I buried the lead. Uh, parallel universes confirmed to Lady yes. and Star Wars. <laughs> Which I did mention twice, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. we didn't, I, need, I wanted to make it a topic discussion. Thoughts on parallel universes? Like, it's the Not best. in general, in, in Star. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy because, like, we've had, like, the dimensions thing. And then we were also confused, like, you know, when I was, like, running with scissors. So finally, I'm just I'm so happy about this payoff. Like it make it, do, it makes so much sense, and it's perfect, and it's the exact amount of ridiculousness we needed. And I just enjoy this kind of like we're this is like 
it, this is like the most non-sci-fi sci-fi show and it's ridiculous. Like I just yeah. can't handle it and I love it. And like in the way they introduced it, the way they explained it, like I just it's perfect. I'm so happy about it. It's the most star like explanation of something like this and I just it was great. Yeah. Um Michelle thoughts on parallel universes? I'm excited about them. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> the parallel are very exciting. I I hate the concept of I don't know if I've said this before, but I, I the concept of parallel universes in in re- applying to real life is the stupidest thing I think. Anyway, um, it's I, gonna, Dylan, I love multiverse. What? Multi- yeah. I think multiverses, if you try to apply it to real life, I think is the stupidest thing. But it, Rick and Morty did, do, does this so well, and I love how Rick and Morty does it, and I love how this show did it with this. It was like kind of a Rick and Morty type thing, um, and just the different versions of Star using that as an application of the parallel, parallel universes, and like they're all trying to solve. I, lo- I love the application of it in this episode. It was really wonderful. For the record, yeah. I don't believe in the multiverse, but I think it's really cool. <laughs> it's like, a fun concept. Stuff. Like, yeah. I a lot of people do. A lot of people believe in that. It's not like an absurd thing to believe. Which like, it's like fine. A- I just want like I just like I don't want people being like, oh yeah. I'm like no. I'm sorry. Like I don't. So, <laughs> I think like, I think I think that's like a legitimate scientific theory. option. It just doesn't. No, make it is. Like there's like string yeah. theory yeah. and like all this different yeah. stuff. So, uh, yeah, we don't need to get into that. Um, I support the Steins Gate version of this. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. okay, so yeah, we're okay. Well, let's rank the episodes. Um, Delaney. Oh God. Uh, okay. Um, Math Magic number yeah. one. Yeah. And then probably the Hard Way, Crystal Clear, and the Bounce Lounge. Though I do think like I could kind of flip Crystal Clear or the Hard Way kind of like i don't know like just the stuff they talked about in crystal clear was really interesting it was visually interesting but like obviously the hard way was like the best ludo episode grand that bar is at zero for me <laughs> i know i know and, like, the bounce on, like they were all good it's kind of hard to rank them though i do for yeah. me i just really yeah. enjoyed math magic yeah michelle uh are we going from top to bottom top to, top bottom. to bottom hard way crystal clear math magic the bounce lounge incorrect um, but okay Personal that's, rankings, wow. Delaney. That's a very what a yeah, that's what I'm yeah. Delaney. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, I've got Math Magic number one, and then the, the other three are really close. I guess I'll go um, Bounce Lounge two, um, Hard Way, then Crystal Clear. But they're all two, two to four are very close. Um, Steve has them as uh, Bounce Lounge number one because he loves the song, and <laughs> then great. Hard wow. Way, Math Magic, and Crystal Clear. Um, uh, Steve was hyped for Hekapu to be in that episode, and uh, oh, okay. was not in that episode. I was also hyped. But Sad Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got uh, those comments from Steve and Andy quickly, and then uh, preview that later. We're running pretty long, but it's it's okay. We have a lot to talk about. Um, and uh, patron Andy says, um, uh, "I think these episodes definitely stepped down from last week, but at least they had Star learning things. I'm hopeful that uh, I'm hoping that we see all of that character growth means for Star before the end of the season. At the very least, they entertained me. They didn't just make me feel anything like last week. An emphasis added by me. Yeah. I agree. These were less less emotional <laughs> than than, uh, than last week. Um, so let's let's pick the 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 steve okay let's read this this part from freaking commenter steve um part of me is disappointed uh part of me is glad that we got no janna in um whatever in two i don't know everything past past the first one uh little janna is never a bad thing but from a show and narrative knowing your characters i don't think janna is someone that is into clubbing okay it's for the second episode um it is another good message friends don't have to do everything together people have interests though i love for janna to meet these people yeah janna could have been in the bounce launch episode i feel like in some yeah. capacity yeah we're we're not it, for a while it seemed like janna was like now a main character and yeah I think it's kind of questionable back, yeah. at this point we also haven't seen jackie so 
Yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah Jackie was in Jackie's everyone. Everyone was in Math device. Magic. Yeah, Jackie was super tired and was like oh, cat face. Yeah, that was Jackie in in Math Magic. But um, yeah, no, not a lot of uh, Jana or Jackie. So I, I don't know. Um, uh, okay, that's good. Yeah, sorry, running out of time. So let's do <laughs> yeah. the uh, let's do the next next week's episode titles. So our last week, uh, next week, and then Monday is the the Monday after that is the finale. Next week we have a heinous on Monday. Oh God, Miss Heinous, the return. I'm very happy of um uh, from the school in uh, season one. Uh, finally, a little bit. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a fun payoff. Yeah, all belts are off, which I can only imagine will be a terrible uh, episode. Why are you doing these karate episodes? I don't yeah. understand the appeal. Yeah. It's like every time they do Ronaldo episode in Steven Universe, it's like why do the creators just like like these? No, 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 no. Don't equate the two. Ronaldo's great. <laughs> the karate episodes <laughs> are not great. We'll debate this upcoming no. in next week on. Set. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. All belts. Uh, yeah. Collateral damage that could be anything. Mm, and then the very very hype Friday episode, Thursday episode next week. Just friends. <gasps> just yeah, friends. The flat description it. is also pretty hype too. Oh, I just want to cry. Oh my god. Yeah, there was a thing from the preview. I guess I won't say it to spoil anything, but there's that's a it. there's a potential Starko tease moment in the preview, and that's almost certainly coming in Just Friends. So <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. Um, very very hype for that. Yeah, so that yeah, we're gonna go right into it. Just friends, and then probably two emotional start. Like, oh, uh, like yeah. I'm gonna like when like the Avatar finale. Like, I was gonna turn my TV off if Z- like if um, Zatara happened. Like, literally, I was like, if they kiss, I'm turning my TV off because I, Katang had to happen. That's how I feel about Starko. So, like, I'm gonna be like freaking yeah. out. Yeah, no, I'm 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 rooting for the the drama though. I want um, yeah, I want to see the yeah. drama. I want yeah, to see no, the like, turmoil. Yeah, I want I want to emphasize this. I'll talk about this more <laughs> next week. But um, Starko is not just star in Marco Abbey. This is um star of star freaking out about um Marco liking Jackie. That is Starko. Like this is this mm-hmm. is yes. this is this is the application Dynamic. of Starko right now, right? So um, I'm, we're exploring this and uh, how that star needs to not be happy. I mean, I don't want to see Star upset, but this needs to happen. Um, for her arc, and it's gonna be great, and she's gonna turn into Dark Star and uh, Dark oh, Avatar, okay. and uh, it's merge with uh, oh, merge Dark with Avatar was and, terrible. And merge with merge with merge with Vatu, oh, aka Toffee, uh, and for and for <laughs> Una Star, okay. oh, Una Star, I'm calling yeah, Una Star. Staratu, it's even Staratu, worse. Yeah, that, that's what's happening. It's 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 the coming. Okay, last comments on anything this week, guys. It's all great. I'm just so happy. Yeah, Please don't great. hurt yeah. stars. Don't yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um Dark Star is fine, but yeah, I don't know. It's Dark Star doesn't mean stars hurt. I don't know. Eh, we'll we'll see. We're just we'll excited. See. Excited. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out at overlyanimated.com. Search the overly animated podcast, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, your other favorite podcatcher. Consider supporting us at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Cordell, aka Cordell University. Um a lot of action on the patron Facebook group. Uh, you can only get into that if you become a patron. So please check that out and the other benefits of becoming a patron at patreon.com slash overly animated. Um, Steven, new Steven Universe tomorrow. Steven Universe uh, listener feedback show coming up and then back at it at Star next week. So um, right in the, the heart of Star here. Very exciting. More exciting than Steven Universe right now by a lot, <laughs> to be honest. But Steven Universe was good in it last week, but Star is much more exciting right now. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but um, tomorrow might actually be a plot episode of Steven Universe, so it's, it might be hype. So 
we'll, we'll, we'll see. Some, something happened in the, the two minutes, first two minutes. So <laughs> this will say. Anyway, um, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.